Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Students Beyond Borders podcast. I'm Nicole. Here is my co-host, Kate. Today, we're answering one of our students' most burning questions. Can I study abroad during COVID-19? And what is it like? If you're considering studying abroad in 2021, you're probably wondering what travel is like and how you'll manage quarantine once you arrive. And you're probably wondering if you'll even be able to enjoy your time exploring your host city while you're there. Well, the short answer is yes. Today we're chatting with Anna, a USAC Santiago alumna who is now living and studying abroad with USAC in London. Anna's going to share her experience traveling to London, how she stayed busy during her mandatory quarantine, and we discuss how she's making the most of her study abroad experience among local COVID guidelines. She's got a ton of great advice for students considering studying abroad during this time through a pandemic. So let's get started. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to have you here and to hear about all of your study abroad experiences. But first, you want to just introduce yourself, tell our students who you are, what you're doing, all that good stuff. My name is Anna Schultz. I am a senior right now from the University of Alabama. This is my third time studying abroad, and I am here in London, England to finish my undergrad experience. Great. And you said it's your third time abroad. I know that the previous time abroad you studied on another USAC program. Can you talk to us about where you studied abroad that first time and what drove you to choose international education? Absolutely. So my first study abroad experience was in the fall of 2018, and I did semester at sea. Each study abroad program that I have done has luckily corresponded perfectly with an aspect of my education. Semester at sea translated into those classes that I needed for my global and cultural perspectives minor. Studying abroad in Chile helped me with my Spanish major and the classes that I am taking right now are going directly into my creative media minor. It's all kind of just worked out and wrapped together really well. I like hearing that you have kind of been able to pick and choose what works best out of the programs offered to fulfill every aspect of your academic goals. That's really unique, I think, and really exciting to see that you're, you know, not only studying abroad multiple times, but actually achieving things as well. That's something that our students worry about is, well, can I actually take courses for my major? Am I going to be able to graduate on time or stay on track with my degree? And you obviously are living proof that you absolutely can check all those boxes off while still traveling and living abroad and enjoying study abroad. So Anna, you were a part of that cohort of students that was abroad when COVID-19 outbreak started. I'm curious, how did that impact your decision to study abroad again? And why did you choose to study abroad again? So when we got called back, I had some other friends abroad and I saw the way that their programs were handling things. And I was just immediately aware of how well USAC was communicating with us and making sure that we all felt comfortable and knew the next steps, even though At that point, nobody really knew the next steps. They were just able to offer constant support through the offices. And I felt comfortable coming to London right now, specifically with USAC, because I knew that I would have the resources that I needed and the support to be successful and 
comfortable traveling and living abroad right now. That's really great to hear. I'm glad that you felt supported. Of course, that's always USAC school, whether it was last spring and bringing you home or you deciding to study abroad again in London. Can you talk a little bit more about how you made the decision to go to London, obviously weighing the pros and cons of traveling during a pandemic, kind of what it took to get there, if there was anything special that you had to do. Let's talk through that a little bit and how that decision-making process happened. One of the biggest factors for me in deciding to still finish out college in London was that at the time when I made the decision, it was before the new strain started popping up. And so London was actually safer than the United States when I made that decision. And right now with the way things are being handled, it really is no less safe than the United States. That was something that I took a lot of comfort in knowing that I could take classes online anywhere. So why not still get those perspectives and meet other students on Zoom, just like I would be at home. And both USAC and London Met have, again, been offering really great support. We've done a lot of outdoor activities and just having resources and sessions through school and different activities. It's been a fantastic experience and kind of everything that I was hoping it would be right now. So you really have had such a unique experience. First, having been in Chile when COVID hit initially, right? And then being sent home. And then now, I mean, almost a year later, still in the same situation in many senses, right? And you decide to go abroad for a second time. And I'm wondering what information you had and what information you were using to prepare for your study abroad this time around. How was that prep different going to London than it was the first time heading to Chile or even before that? There were some technical aspects, like I had to make sure to get my COVID test within 72 hours of getting on the airplane. That caused me a little bit of trouble at the time. I made sure I got two different tests with different providers just to make sure that everything would be okay. You know, I had to kind of prepare in a way that balanced my expectations. I knew that I was going to be doing the 10-day quarantine and that I likely wouldn't have that much interaction with other people, at least for the first month or two thinking about that and preparing myself just kind of mentally to be in such a different situation than I've ever been was really important. I think it let me be more open to taking online classes here and then taking advantage of all of the opportunities that I've had while I've been here. I would say that's the biggest thing, just doing my research and then managing my expectations based on the situation right now. Yeah, I like your point of managing expectations. Obviously, we tell all of our students to kind of manage their expectations, do some research, no matter when or where they study abroad, pandemic or not. Obviously, right now in times of COVID and things are a little bit more unpredictable, let's just say, I imagine you had to develop a little bit more flexibility than you might with a normal traditional study abroad experience. We always recommend that students just stay flexible. As you already know, I mean, you're testament to the fact that study abroad never goes as planned anyway, but going into your experience the second time around with probably even more flexibility of having to quarantine, you might have to move to online classes or field trips might look a little 
little different. Your day-to-day life is a little different. I'm sure that was a big part of it too. Was there anything you were ever worried about deciding to study abroad, reweighing your options, thinking, you know, this is my senior year. Is it worth it? Should I do it? Or were you like all in always? Yeah, so that's actually a great question. I was set to be in London during the fall of this year. So I hadn't originally planned to be studying abroad my very last semester. Right now I'm watching all of my friends at home get ready for graduation and it is kind of an interesting time to be here. But when it came down to it, I was coming to London because I wanted this to round out my education and I decided that it was still worth it to be here and still worth it to take those opportunities. I have a scholarship at home, so it makes it a little bit less expensive for me to be here right now, which is something I'm thinking about with student loans and preparing for the future after college. So there really were a mix of factors that I considered, and I realized that this really was just the best decision for me right now. Well, kudos to you for, you know, taking the jump and leaning into the situation and just really trying to work out as best you can. How can I make the best out of this situation? I mean, that's awesome. I'm curious, though, you're in London right now, right? How has life been? What have you been up to? It's actually been really exciting these last few weeks. Things have opened up a little bit more. So we are able to have outdoor dining experiences and been able to visit a shop or two finally. It was a process getting used to being here while everything was so locked down. The first two months I was here, I was in my flat all the time or going and walking around at parks and not really getting to do that much. It has been better. We're still being very safe and cautious, but I was able to go to Wales this weekend and we traveled by train in a mostly empty carriage. It was really nice to get out and feel like we were exploring a little bit, taking advantage of our opportunities. And then Jeremy, the resident director here, has been really fantastic at planning activities and field trip days, if you will. We got to go to Oxford and Brighton over spring break and we've done lots of walking tours and it's all been a really great experience that feels more normal than I had expected when it comes down to it, which is something that I'm definitely grateful for. That's awesome. I'm excited to hear that you went to Wales. I've never been. How was that? Yeah, it was great. So we were just in Cardiff for the day, I think maybe like 10 hours, but that was plenty of time. It's definitely a lot smaller than London. And we went over to the castle and outdoor dining just opened up on Monday. So when we were there, that wasn't an option to us, but we found a picnic table still and were able to enjoy the beautiful weather that we got, which was also a little bit uncharacteristic for mm-hmm. this time of year. Right. It was a fun day. Good. I'm glad you have a, had a good time. And I'm also glad that you mentioned Jeremy. And for our listeners who might not know, he's the resident director for the programs in England. And he's such a great benefit to the students on those programs because he's really out there getting you involved bringing you on the field trips and really making sure that you're connecting to the culture, the landscape, the environment, all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's really important, probably more now than ever, right? Having someone that can kind of help guide you through the city, guide you through areas, help you navigate things like 
social distancing guidelines and where to eat when stuff is closed, that kind of stuff. I think having any resident director on any of our programs really is a huge asset. I mean, they're big help no matter what is happening in the world, but I think during a pandemic, they're probably earning a little bit more kudos than they normally do for sure. Anna, I'm wondering, you had mentioned earlier how when you were weighing the pros and cons of studying abroad and how you came to the determination that studying abroad in London probably was equally as safe, if not more than studying abroad in the U.S. I want to know your interpretation of locals, their attitude towards COVID, how they're respecting guidelines and mandates and that sort of thing. Do you think that the community is kind of all in together or are you experiencing pushback with locals? What does that look like? Because obviously that's something that students I think probably are weighing is not only number of cases or strains or whatever, but also just how the locals are handling the situation, what their attitude is. Yeah, so I feel like anywhere, you know, you have people kind of on both sides of the spectrum that a lot of people are taking it extremely seriously, but then you'll always see a few people on the tube that maybe don't seem to be as concerned, we'll say, and... You know, for most of the time that I've been here, I felt really safe and I have seen a lot of really good practices. Everybody, for the most part, has seemed to be on the same page about wearing masks and staying pretty distant, being respectful of one another. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was because I wasn't as aware of things yet, but there was one weekend where we saw a bunch of people walking around and realized that it was an anti-mask protest, which I hadn't seen like any of. And before that point, I would have said that, yes, oh my gosh, all Londoners are being so respectful and so cautious because that really is the overall sentiment. Other than some certain like clusters of people, it has been a pretty cohesive, like safe approach. And I'm only asking because obviously the climate in the United States is a little up and down sometimes. And obviously every country is going to have its own attitudes and its own perspective on the situation. But I know that's something that students and probably parents are really curious about, not only in London, but any USAC program location is just not only what the mandates are and what the case numbers look like, but the general attitude of the population, right? How they're handling it, how respectful they are, all of that stuff too. It's good to hear that you've experienced mostly positive acceptance and support of the pandemic from locals. So Anna, what are your main goals with studying abroad in London? Are you hoping to accomplish something before you graduate? I would say that The biggest thing for me was, like I've mentioned before, just really wanting to round out my college experience in a way that feels kind of authentic to the way that I've been doing things. So I've mentioned this is not my first study abroad, and it was something that I literally chose the college I went to based on. I knew that I wanted to study abroad, and so I picked where I could get the best scholarship, where it seems like they would be able to support me in those goals the most. And going abroad for three entire semesters wasn't really something that I thought was feasible. But now that I'm here, I feel like I have really succeeded in making the absolute most of everything that I've hoped to do, which I know is such a lucky thing to be able to say. And 
it feels really full circle for me because I came to London on a high school graduation trip back in 2017 and I said that I would love to live here one day and so to be finishing college like this kind of feels like my younger self would be proud of me which is something that is really cool. That's really great to hear. I had a similar experience with my study abroad. I had gone on a family trip to Paris and then kind of thought the same thing. Like, I definitely want to live here when I'm older. And I studied abroad for a semester and had that same thought that, wow, you know, look at me, I'm doing it kind of thing. What kind of bucket list items have you checked off your list during your time abroad? Have there been any really exciting things that you've accomplished that you're like, yes, so happy I did that. I'm so happy I visited that spot or saw the thing, ate thing. So it hasn't happened yet, but we are planning a trip to Scotland in between exams and different USAC activities. And that has been on my list for years. I've been to the rest of the UK. And so Scotland really is that one bucket list place that I've been wanting to check off. So I'm not even sure when we're doing that yet, but that is something that is definitely happening. (laughs) Gotta go to Scotland. That's awesome. I love Scotland. It's such a beautiful place. I have some really great friends there and the Scottish people are awesome. Love the accent. Gotta love the accent, right? Yes, I'm very excited for that part. It was sometimes hard to understand, you know, it was laughable how difficult sometimes it was cutting through that Scottish accent, but that's really great. Anna, what's next? What's next for you after study abroad? So graduation is the first thing. And then I don't have any jobs lined up yet, but I do have a place which is a big deal, I guess. So I am going to be moving to San Diego this summer with one of my best friends from my first study abroad, actually. And I think that kind of speaks to the study abroad experience, the fact that that is where I am ending up with that group of people that I met from all over the world. We're kind of going to end up in the same place, which is super cool. Just hoping to focus on some of the kind of creative fields that I've been getting into the last few years, utilizing the different things that I've learned during college and while I've been abroad. And then, I mean, we will see from there, I guess. You're just an open book. There's going to be lots in the future for you. And I'm really excited for you. And what you just said is so true. The connections you make, the friends you make on your study abroad programs, study abroad programs in general can change your life, but especially the people, they can really steer you in different directions. I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for a friend that I met in my first study abroad experience that lived in Arizona. I live in Arizona now and have had a very great, you know, friendship with that one friend, been great friends for almost 15 years now. So I definitely can attest to what you just said, moving out to your friends or with your friends to San Diego, such a beautiful place too. San Diego's gonna be awesome. Yes, I'm definitely super excited for that change of pace. It's something that I have said that I wanted to do since I was on that study abroad. And I kind of had other plans originally after graduation. But there's one silver lining of COVID and being flexible because now it's happening sooner. So it all worked out. 
That's really great. I actually was in San Diego last weekend and I am so jealous to hear that you're moving there. It's beautiful. Definitely a good change of pace. Probably a lot of opportunities there too, I imagine. I'm excited to hear that you're getting a good new start after your study abroad. You're keeping that kind of adventure rolling for sure. But do you have any plans to get back abroad again, maybe through another form of international education? What are your kind of international plans? So one of my bucket list things post-graduation is to backpack Southeast Asia and stay out in Bali for a while. I have some friends out in the area and I've been before and I just absolutely loved it. And that was actually my original plan for after graduation. So I would like to get to that point eventually. I also would really love to get back to a Spanish-speaking country. I loved my experience in Chile, and I learned so much, but I still think that I could use a little extra immersion for my Spanish skills, and even just because I had such a great experience last time that I would love to have something like that again at some point in my life. I'm definitely hoping to end up in a role that allows me to keep traveling, obviously post-COVID when things are much more open. But yeah, for now, I'm excited to keep working and keep planning on things. And, you know, whenever that happens, it'll be great. I think a lot of us are kind of holding on to the edge of our seats until we can take that next step, either working abroad or volunteering abroad or just traveling abroad again. But it's nice to hear that you are keeping your options open. You're not putting yourself into one specific slot and you're just kind of waiting to see what happens. Like you said earlier, being flexible and managing expectations. You know, it sounds like you're carrying that mentality after study abroad as well. So Anna, you've done it all, really. You've been abroad before COVID, during COVID, again. (laughs) What advice do you have for students who are considering studying abroad during this time, maybe even like in the fall or next spring? What advice would you have for them? Really what I would say is something that I would say for any study abroad experience, it hasn't really changed that much. I would say, again, being flexible and having an open mind going into things is the key to success, whether it is because a pandemic is changing plans or because that is the nature of travel and the nature of studying abroad. You can have the most thought out plan and there will be something that changes or goes wrong. And, you know, often those are the most exciting learning experiences and the things that stick with us. The ability to kind of go with the flow and just enjoy the moment that you're in, no matter what the situation is like, is a really big factor, I think. Yeah, and that's definitely true, no matter, like I said earlier, where you study abroad, when you study abroad, in a pandemic, not in a pandemic, being flexible and going in with an open mind will, I think, enhance your experience, right? It just keeps you in tune with new opportunities and different things you might not be participating in or noticing or picking up if you're just, you know, have your blinders on for the one experience you're expecting, the one experience you want. I think that's great advice. I second that wholeheartedly. All right, Anna. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It's been great 
learning about your experience. And it's really inspiring to hear that you've been abroad so many times that you're making it through and you're graduating right now and you're abroad right now. And it's just awesome to hear. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. And I wish you lots of luck on your post-grad adventures. Yeah. Thank you, Anna, for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your time in London you know, stay safe, stay healthy, all that stuff and keep exploring and enjoying it while it lasts. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Students Beyond Borders, a podcast brought to you by the University Studies Abroad Consortium. Please listen, subscribe, and review us on Buzzsprout or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow USAC on all your favorite social media channels at Study Abroad USAC. And if you have an idea for a future episode or want to learn more about Study Abroad, you can email us at studyabroad at usac.edu.